This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. We would be honored if you would join us. Hey everyone, how's it going today? So, today's video is going to be Clone Wars Season 7 Episode 3 Breakdown. So this episode is a pretty nice one. It's very short, unfortunately, it's just 19 minutes long, including the credits, but it's cool because we finally see Rex, Anakin, and the Bad Batch working together with the natives of the planet, the Politex, to free Echo. So as Tech tries to work as fast as he can to safely unplug Echo from all the tubes and wiring, which honestly reminds me somewhat of Palpatine's setup, which was to keep a dying body alive, Tech finally gives the green light to unplug Echo. Once they do, Echo is somewhat back to normal mentally, which to me was kind of weird because I mean, he's been under this sort of spell or this reimagination of his entire body, his reconstruction of his new body as a droid pretty much, and this brainwashing where they've taken over his mind, and all of a sudden he just kind of snaps out of it. So I'm wondering, is there more to this? Is this possibly part of what Tambor's plan all along? Or is it just, uh, well, the way it is? Anyways, Echo comes to very quick, and he looks up and sees Rex saying that he's got a bad headache. As Watt Tambor sends in the Decimator, which is a droid that fires electrical energy tendrils in 360 degrees as it targets organic matter, he watches it as it tries to cut through the door to the heroes. Now, before we continue, the interesting part about this is that they deleted a big scene from the original Episode 3 that was released so many years ago on YouTube. The Decimator was used on a Politech by Watt Tambor, and it zapped him into goo. This was cut from the episode on Disney+, Plus, and I'm guessing, it's just a theory, that that was just a little bit too dark for them. But I liked it because it showed just how dark Star Wars was getting at this point, which, you know, of course, as we lead into Order 66 and Episode 3 and all that, we really get the darkest Star Wars movie of all time. Because, well, it's a very dark part of the story. The crew get together and they try to find an escape plan where Wrecker does this cool move as he throws Rex up into the ceiling's only opening after Tech opens it. This is kind of his equivalent move to the Jedi, like how Anakin would move people through the door with the Force, which is exactly what Annie does for Wrecker as he can't throw himself. Wrecker sets some bombs there right before he escapes, blowing up years of Tambor's research and work. As Anakin and the clones leave, Annie asks how did Echo know where to escape? 
as they got out through the cooling facility for all the computers. Echo mentions that, well, they got access to his memories, but he's got access to all of the Techno Union's database. All their plans, schematics, everything. As they escape atop a massive tower with just a narrow pipe leading to the other end, they walk across to get to the landing pad as they're ambushed. Tech calls the Kyrdax as he had recorded the distress signal that summoned them. He plays the sound and they come immediately. They sound kind of like the Ackley from episode 2 that tried to kill Kenobi in the Genosian arena. I don't know if that's a coincidence or they're just reusing the same sound. As the heroes jump and catch rides on the backs of the Kyrdax, which is pretty much alluding to the name of the episode, they make it to the native village, essentially bringing the war to them, which the leader doesn't like, and was a very sad part of the story. He says they broke their deal, where Rex steps up and shows them what Wat Tambor did to their friend Echo. As the Poltecs look shocked at what the Techno Union did to him, they realize that Wat Tambor and the Union aren't so neutral after all. If they've picked their side in the war, and the natives need to choose theirs too. This helps our heroes win over the allegiance of the tribe as Wat Tamra gets intel that the clones are seeking refuge amongst the native village. He sends out his fleet of droids to bring back his experiment, meaning Echo. As they come, Anakin and the clones team up and it's a beautiful final five minutes of the episode. It really reminded me of Seven Samurai. Long story short, they take out the separatist forces and Anakin shows off as usual, just taking down droids left and right all by himself and in record time. Clone Force 99 and Rex team up to take them down themselves, and it's all around a good fight. The heroes win the battle as they and the villagers all roar in victory as the droids lay in flames around them. Wat Tambor is told that they lost the battle. Tambor is pretty upset that they lost their investment, and the droid asks if they should inform the Separatists, where Wat says, No. Wait. We will find a way first to recoup our investment. Which means that they'll find another way to do it, obviously, and what they were doing to Echo is pretty unimaginable. Perhaps they still have a hold on him wherever he is in the galaxy through radio frequencies or something. Anakin thanks the villagers for their aid in the fight. The Poltex leader tells them that the Jedi will always have an ally here on Skeko Minor. As the crew leave, Rex and Echo have a moment. Echo thanks him for coming back for him, and Rex apologizes for taking so long. As he says, hopefully, it's going to be just like old times, leaving into the ship, where Echo looks all worried and says, Yeah just like old times. Now, I think from here, Echo is going to have some trust issues with the clones for leaving him. Maybe he holds some resentment or something. Perhaps he knows all about Order 66 now that he's seen into the plans of the Separatists and the Techno Union and everything. Maybe somewhere it was programmed or written by Palpatine or Dooku or some droid, who knows, that Order 66 was going to happen. Maybe this could be why he's so worried. Perhaps there's another plan that we don't know about which will be brought to our attention in the next episode. I think the banking clan was using Echo as an experiment just like Tambor says, however, what he was using the experiment for, well, I mean, really the whole thing kind of just looks like the whole Palpatine setup to me. I mean, he's got the tubes, his body is pretty much decaying, it doesn't really look alive anymore, it looks kind of like a ghost or a zombie, really. And his brain is completely being rewired and taken control of, so what's really going on here? Maybe Echo has found out that Palpatine is playing both sides. Kind of seems like Wat Tambor just wants to keep his body alive long enough so that the mind could be brainwashed or controlled. Do you think they were already trying to create a host body for Palpatine or maybe someone else or something like this? I mean, it's all got to do with cloning and taking over dead bodies, so it's kind of a, a constant theme that's going on. Anyways, hope you enjoyed this very short episode. I hope the next one's going to be longer and it's going to be much more in-depth with all the other characters as well, not just the clones or Anakin, but, you know, like, Basidious, 
Palpatine, Yoda. Let's go back to the Jedi Temple and see what's kind of going on. I can't wait to see that Ahsoka arc coming soon, which I believe will start on the fifth episode. Throw a like if you enjoyed this breakdown, and I'll see you in the next one. Until then, remember, the Force will be with you, always.